Bye. <laughs> I'm Tess Niedermeyer, and you're listening to Radio 8-Ball with Andras Jones. Welcome to Radio 8-Ball. Give us a shake. We're in LA, tempting Welcome to Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions like picking musical tarot cards. I'm your host, Andras Jones, and today here at Starburns Industries on Sunday, July 29th, 2018, our musical guest is Carolyn Kane. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball, Carolyn Kane. Thank you, Andras. Great to be here. And you have eight songs on the board. And they are going to be the oracle fodder for our musical divinations. Would you mind playing a little bit of musical something or other? Song number one, All the Mirrors of the World. Song number two, Clear as Glass. Song number three, Half Beast. Song number four, Birds Nearby. Song number five, Good. Song number six, What is Love? Song number seven, Mountainside. And song number eight, The Horseman.
And those will be the oracle fodder for our musical divinations uh, throughout this pop oracle session we're going to be doing here. Carolyn is one, I've, it's become a theme on the show is that one of our, uh, our, the great friends of the show who keeps introducing us to great guests is the fabulous Bart Davenport. And he won't be joining us tonight in person, but he was the one who introduced me, introduced us to you, Kira. Kira, do you want to be called Kira, Carolyn, or Carolyn Kane? Yes. Okay. I will call you all three of those at different times throughout the show. Thank you. Okay. So, uh, yeah, we're going to have some questions from some great folks, people from your creative life, people from my creative life. It's going to be exciting. And so we hope that those of you out there listening will follow along, give us your attention and your intentions, because the idea is, you know, definitely it's maybe fun to listen to what the answers that we get to these questions are, but really it's how our questions are kind of might reflect something that's going on in your world. So uh, if you play along with that, maybe you'll have even more synchronicities with it, which is the whole idea. We're trying to cultivate synchronicities with this. So I'm going to, as I start, as I usually, oh, I need to get your questions. So we're going to get questions from a bunch of wonderful folks. And now uh, at the end of the show, we're going to open your question, and that will be answered by the last song on the board. So can I have your question now? And all the paper fetishists rejoice. Oh, yeah. Okay, that is a sealed thing. I have not seen it. We don't know what it is. And that will be answered by the last song on the board. So now we get to my question. And I think I know what my question is, but I never, sometimes it changes on the way to it as I start to lay out the context for it. So let me, let me create the context that we are beginning with here. So today, as I said, was just, uh, Sunday, July 29th, 2018. And this is the beginning of a run. I'm going to be doing more Radio 8 Balls in a shorter amount of time than I've ever done before going to be recording seven in the next 11 days and sometimes I like to say that I say that uh, Radio 8 Ball is like a psychedelic without the drugs and if that's the case then I'm like one of you know I'm one of those people who's about to go on a week-long peyote <laughs> adventure and uh, in the realm of synchronicity so that and it's an, an interesting and a fortuitous time and that uh, for those of you who follow astrology, it's the beginning of a Mercury retrograde. For those of you who follow the 13 moon calendar, the Jose Arguez calendar, this is the, like, uh, the new year, the first day of the year, of the lunar year, was on Thursday. So we're at the beginning of a new lunar year. Summer, things get hot, think, liter not just uh, literally, but figuratively. And that can be really exciting, but it also can flame out and burn up, and a lot of uh, a lot of you know crazy shit goes down in August uh, if you look at it historically. So there's that sense of like being aware of fire season in a way. So all of that is all of that is present for me, and and so I'm embarking on this adventure doing this and then uh, to ground this in the reality of our experience you and one of our guests Michelle Devereaux is going to be went to see John Bryan on Friday night yes. who is uh, I don't I, I I 
wouldn't say that he's an inspiration for Radio 8 Ball so much as that he was a catalyst, that encountering him as an artist was a catalyst for me creating Radio 8 Ball. I saw him for the first time in 1997. I created Radio 8 Ball in 1998. And I, as I said to you, when we saw him, when I saw him the first time, I had this sense of, oh, just being a songwriter or just being anything isn't enough. You have to, like, it's a... You have to marshal all of your talents and then create a situation where you don't know what's going to happen so that your talents can respond naturally in the moment and the audience can have a sense that miraculous things can actually happen in that way. And so uh, Radio 8 Ball was my attempt to create a similar experience for myself and for the audience, uh, whatever the audience was, really mostly for myself. Like, how can I use everything that I have and bring it all together in one moment. And so getting to go see John Bryan, and John Bryan for me is such a cinematic artist, not just that his music is in films like I Heart Huckabees and Magnolia and Lady Bird and Punch, Punch Drunk Love. Love and Eternal Sunshine of Spotless Mind. I think, I mean, to me, I think of him as one of the, I don't know any film composer who, I, I who, I, I who, it can even isn't even the same conversation. I know that's that seems like it might be an insult, insult to some great ones, but I just don't know the personality that he brings to it is just maybe standing on the. I would say John Bryan would sit here and, and shake his head and be like, "Oh no, there are other people who are much greater than me." I'm like, "Well, you're standing on the shoulders of some great people, and you are standing taller than them because you're standing on the shoulders of exactly. Leonard Bernstein and all these folks who came before you." Uh, and so I ha so in my mind as I'm coming here, I'm having this very I'm having this sense. Oh, okay, well maybe this I'm in Hollywood. We're doing this run of Radio Eight Balls. It's going to be a cinematic trip. And when I think of a cinematic trip, and this is, comes to you, when I think of Caroline Kane, I don't know if anyone has ever said this to you, but if I was writing a song, the the natural rhyme for Caroline Kane would be Citizen Kane. Sure. Citizen Kane, and also it makes me think of Killer Kane, which was the original title of the film The Ninth Configuration. Uh, a film directed by William Peter Blatty, who wrote *The Exorcist* and directed *Exorcist 2. and he and uh, that film, *The Ninth Configuration*, was a big inspiration on a film I did called *The Attic Expeditions*. Uh, so, and also *Killer Kane* and *Citizen Kane*. It's like Carolyn Kane is sort of right in the middle of like yeah. this nice marriage of all of that, and so, uh, so that brings me to my question, which is what is, for me, what is the meaning of the, the cinematic synchronicity between your name, Carolyn Kane, and Citizen Kane and Killer Kane from the Ninth Configuration, which was a big inspiration on The Attic Expeditions, hmm. which is the last film that I played a lead in and ended up at the end of the film stuck in this psychedelic box inside of my own brain which is where I feel like I've been living for the last many years and seem like maybe I'm just kind of escaping from. Whoa. So my question is, what is the meaning of that synchronicity for me as I go down the rabbit hole of this trip? And now, to engage the Pop Oracle, I'm going to spin the Wheel of Eight. Na, 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 na. We love it. Song number two, Clear as Glass. <laughs> 
That was Clear as Glass from Kirilyn Kane. The answer to my question, what is the meaning of the cinematic synchronicity between your name, Kirilyn Kane, and Citizen Kane, and the Killer Kane, the original title of the film, Ninth Configuration? What does that have to do with, you know, what can that tell me as I sat off on this, I don't know, synchronistic, synchronistic psychedelic week in August? of uh, doing lots of shows. So I saw, I know sometimes people listen to the show and they say, especially when it comes to my question, they're like, what was your, I, what was your question? (laughs) (laughs) Well, figure it out, people. Try and hang with me. If you have, you know, that's the way life is sometimes. You don't know exactly what, there. but trust me, there's a question in there and it, I really, uh, I still got some really potent answers out of that, but First, Kira. Yes. Would you mind telling us a little bit about where that song comes from? Yeah, I don't mind. No, I don't mind. Um, So, a couple of places. One being a sort of um, amniotic, nebulous, outer space sort of emotional place of waiting to hear the call, call me baby, whether it tr- in terms of birthing as a baby or a romantic baby, call me into existence, like mm-hmm. say my name. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm waiting to hear that and it'll, everything will be different. The world will be different once my name has been called kind of thing. And the other thing is there's a song called Baby that um, may have been written by Saitano Veloso, but if not, I know it from the band Os Mutantes, who's a really wonderful Brazilian psychedelic band from the 60s and 70s. It's still going, still touring. Um, but I really am a fan. I'm yeah. a fan of Brazilian psych 
music, and I also know Gal Costa had a huge hit with it. Many, many Brazilian singers have had hits with the song called Baby. And I had this idea that I was separate from the world of songwriters and that the way that I could join and I get could count and be legitimate was if I had a song that sounded like what a song is supposed to sound like and normal songs say baby all the time. And so that was my way of legitimizing myself and joining the normal world is to say baby. That is so wild because the most recent musical thing that I've done, which is part of this whole process, a new song, not even those people will over the course of the next several shows will be hearing about a record that I'll be releasing soon, but that I worked on many, many years ago. But there's the most, the newest song. I put maybe baby in it because I was I felt sort of the, felt the same way. I put in maybe it was after I was it was after Tom Petty died, and I was listening to his music, and I was thinking this guy has no problem just making yeah a big part of a chorus i was like i want to write a song with yeah and baby in it and and i got maybe baby in there too i was like if i can get a moon june in here i will be (laughs) (laughs) it's really freeing (laughs) yeah yeah i think it's i mean it it's it it's what did I say? To live, out, to live outside the law, you must be honest kind of thing. It's like, Interesting. Uh, a Dylan line there. I love it. Uh, so, well, I, uh, so I, I saw I had some really potent synchronicities with that. I'm going to focus on the second chorus, I mean the second verse, because the first verse, uh, there was maybe the, because the synchronicities are too personal or maybe in a way because I can't I know that they're personal enough that I can't quite see them it's almost like that crystal clear has got when it's so clear yep you can't even tell if it's a reflection or if it's a projection or and whatever glass may or may not be crystal clear right because it's not uh, yeah, yeah so the two things I thought of was oh the colors which is that is my philo- we talked about this at the John Bryan show my philosophy or my uh, my interpretation of punch drunk love is that it's a movie about sound and color right and everything else is incidental to it and clever and wonderful but it's really uh, a movie about the music of John Bryan and about a love affair between a blue suit and a red dress yeah and in the middle of it there's a magical piano that makes things magical in the midst of despair and awfulness and so i thought oh the colors is a perfect was a perfect reflection of that and then through the door of love in the movie the attic expeditions that that was inspired in a lot of ways by the ninth configuration we lived in the house of love that's the house the house of love is where the attic with the case that's encased in that character's brain is where my character ended up in the house of love so the door of love could be eventually leaving or I guess falling, you know, depending upon which mythology, transforming that place through love to a place where it's a place that might be tiny, but it may, might seem tiny, but it's infinite, uh, which kind oh, we'll be ta- probably be talking about it later. Who knows? Uh, a, a, one of our guests who's going to be coming up, later, coming up later, Mark Morgenstern, turned me on to this film called Dave Made a Maze, which is exactly about that, about something that's small, but then when you enter the maze, it's much larger than you could imagine. So uh, that's reflected there. And uh, I don't know, will you, will you? Just it's felt, I, I was thinking about, uh, the the concept of will about Free will. claiming it and saying like I will make this happen mm-hmm. like there's something that I know there was a change in my life several years ago that that started a process that's like that and then the only other thing well whisper to call me baby I guess 
maybe there, if there's an advice there, there's a sense of don't necessarily rush in boldly. If you're gonna trying to do all of these, all of this psychedelic work over a short period of time, maybe whisper a little, bring it down. Like, be, mm. don't be afraid to bring the energy down a little bit. <sighs> take a breath, and mm. you know, take care of the the inner child, right? Mm -hmm. So, because it's gonna be, because you can talk tough, but everyone's walking around with a big baby inside of them right. so uh and now you know i mean that uh oh and that's that's another like you know kind of psychedelic 2001 cinematic reference we got the baby from 2001 in there cool yep. okay well there's a lot of synchronicity there and i know we have some great guests and i'm my answer my question is going to be answered throughout the show by all of the questions that are asked now and i hope that you are listening i think in the same way that all of the questions that are asked throughout this show are going to somehow reflect something in your life and generate a synchronicity that we could never have planned because uh, who knows when you're listening to this we other than that it's in the future it's not right this moment although it is right this moment and that's what's so exciting about radio eight ball so stick around thanks for listening to radio eight ball if you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher and check out our website and the links provided for info about past and future shows on the Radio 8 blog, our ongoing Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the Pop Oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. I hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. And until next time... I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio Wave Ball Show.